4: KNC masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan, and it's time for the C Block starring Corey Majors.
5: All right, guys. So we'll keep an ear out for potential guests that are going to be on the show. We'll see what goes on there.
4: And By the way, if you're interested in school closings, like I'm, those are going to start to come down. Garland ISD, which is notoriously slow on this, is canceled
5: school tomorrow. Did they hold on? They canceled school today. Yep. When? Yesterday or? Yesterday this at
4: four o'clock, and they promised they would have a decision by four today. And I just got word school's canceled.
5: Man, that's impressive, though, for Garland. It really I, is. I've lived in Garland. I know how long it takes to do things there. All the
0: percentages have gone down on precipitation later this afternoon. Wow. So it, doesn't mean it, it doesn't mean it won't. It's just gone from more like yeah. 50% down to 25 to 30%. I, I so. still
4: think the refreeze yeah. is going to be...
0: By the way, we might have a former Garland basketball player on with his son... Uh, here pretty soon. His name is Trey Johnson, the number oh. 1 junior in the nation I was who plays say at Mookie Lake Highlands High School. Okay, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. Blaylock. It's, <laughs> it's uh I am sorry, but it's Trey Johnson's father. Okay, if, very if, cool. But he plays at Lake Highlands he and he's is, the number 1 yeah. high school junior in the in nation. In the country. Yes.
5: Yes. That would be good. Cool. Are you excited about that, Kevin? Like, yeah, you seem I, very like like. <laughs> I can look, talk
0: about recruiting process, nil, like uh, you know, training to possibly kind of play NBA basketball versus you know, I, I mean, there's a whole bunch of like G League stuff versus going to college. I mean, I think there's a whole bunch when you're talking to a player of that caliber.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Like I, we were lucky enough at the paper. I have to cover lots of people who turn out to be pros. Is Kyler Murray, Julius Randle, Marcus Smart, like time and time again. Keenan Robinson. Yes, Keenan Robinson is right. But you Rex. you would get excited for the matchups like against Miles Garrett. I went out to an Allen Allen scrimmage because they were going up against the fighting Miles Garrett. Sorry, Arlington ISD. <laughs> I know what's up. Is and so I was like, holy. F, this kid is awesome. And so you get excited for, like, greatness that's in your backyard. I think you'd be excited. Someday that kid takes off, and you're like, yeah, no, I saw him play in high school.
5: All right, guys, The uh, I wanted to get into some Senior Bowl questions. These are on NFL.com, dot, dot uh, but I think this is a good time to do it. You know why? Senior Bowl practices start today oh. at one thirty, I believe, uh, on the NFL Network. You can check them out, and they go through Thursday. Uh, so actually, I'm sorry. It's uh, it's 12:30. So they've already started, and they go through Thursday, and then the uh, the game is going to be on Saturday. Now, for significance, there, the Cowboys typically pick somebody they saw in the Senior, senior Bowl. bowl right? They they love themselves some Senior Bowl, and I bet Broadus is going to have, or if, if he hasn't already, has a list. And if not, I bet Bobby has a list of. Players they've drafted that they've seen at senior bowl they were like oh man that's a guy that we're gonna take so keep an eye on some players and some players you might want at certain positions uh, to know what's going on there but yeah again check it out if you want to on NFL Network and NFL Plus you can watch all the practices if you have one of those uh, one of those subscriptions the first question and I think this is significant if you are in the camp that having another backup quarterback isn't a bad idea. And do you, are we, are we bringing Cooper Rush back? I guarantee you you guys want him back. I can't guarantee
4: it, but I think they're going to try. It just might get too, same thing with Donovan Wilson. It just might get too rich for them.
5: Mike, do you, would you rather have Cooper Rush come back or draft and start like grooming and cropping one?
0: Well, my true answer is both. I do agree with the Ron Wolf philosophy in Green Bay, even though they had Brett Favre. Let's just keep drafting quarterbacks here and there. And then if they end up looking really good in preseason, you trade them for higher picks than you took them. Whether it's Mark Brunel, whether it's Aaron Brooks, you know, I mean, they, they just kept taking quarterbacks in the draft somewhere between kind of rounds three through seven. And then they would look good in preseason or if they had to fill in a game or two. They're like, look, we're still going with Brett Favre. And then yep. New Orleans would say, well, how about a second-round pick for Aaron Brooks? You know? And they're like, all right, we'll turn it into a second-round pick. And in the fourth round, we're going to take another yeah. quarterback. So I do like that philosophy, but the Cowboys don't, right? Through the history right. of Jerry Jones, he could care less about quarterbacks in the draft. Yeah, you're right. So I'm pretty sure you're going to bring back Cooper Rush and not draft a quarterback.
5: All right. the Now – what I like about this is there are lots of options, lots of options to look at. Some of these guys go all over the board. Kevin, the other day we were at we were having a discussion about we we did kind of do a mock draft board kind of <laughs> idea. We went through that a little bit. Okay. There's a there's a linebacker from Arkansas. I want you to take a look at. Okay. Um, Bucky but,
0: Brooks just came out with a new mock draft. I bet Kevin wants to know who the Cowboys are taking. Oh. Mike, send
5: that to me. We'll do that tomorrow during the C block. There. Um, the, the one name that kept popping up yesterday
4: is just real quick. Is that linebacker drew Sanders or am I? Okay.
5: Yes. Um, the one name that kept popping up, popping up though, was Hinton hooker. Uh, obviously the year that he had with, with, uh, with Tennessee this year, obviously he has the ACL tear the, that ended his season. And he will not be able to participate. He's on the Senior Bowl roster, but not able to participate because he's healing from that. You have uh, Tyson Badgett from Shepard, uh, Malik Cunningham from Louisville, Max the Saw from TCU, yeah. uh, Jake Hayner from Fresno State, Jaron Hall out of BYU, and Clayton Toon out of Houston. That's the this year's quarterback crop. Uh, and if somebody, an NFL scout said, "Is there one you'd bang the table for?" I don't know. I don't know. You have a clear-cut starter projection right now, but that could change. And obviously, seeing how a guy like commands the huddle, commands the offense, like they don't know everything, but how do they go up to the line and get everybody started and get like that's how Baker Mayfield moved up. You go back and watch Baker Mayfield. He steps off the plane late for the senior bowl, yeah. walks up and everybody's like, can't wait to see what this guy does. Commands the offense. And then all of a sudden the Browns are like, man, this dude's rocketing up the board for us right now. So this is a really good opportunity uh, for some of that to happen. Who do you think, Kevin, because you, you're a big college football yeah, yeah, guy yeah, yeah. out of those guys. Is, is Hendon Hooker one of those guys you're really interested in? And like later on,
4: I like Hendon Hooker. There's a couple of things to consider right. There is- I don't know if I should fairly judge it like this, but he is coming off an injury one. Also, his Tennessee team beat the brakes off of Clemson without him in that bowl game. And then also, he's already 25. Yeah. Like again, those are just things to consider. I do think Hendon Hooker is very, very good. I like him better than Max Duggan. Like, I'm sorry to the TCU folk. I'm not trying to run him down or anything, but I would, I would, I would take Hooker over Duggan for would sure. You
5: take him over uh, Stetson Bennett. <laughs> they could take Stetson Bennett to jail. <laughs> All right, uh, this is. Qu- I'm going to skip question. Does two. Did you go to jail or? I probably oh. not. I just.
4: Uh, it's it's just.
5: He it's, was arrested.
4: I know. Here, yeah, but I don't know if he actually like went to jail or Stetson Bennett the third bailed him out or whatever.
5: Uh, <laughs> oh, is he, he the fourth? Yes, uh, he is. The yeah, second question was about, about tight ends, and I, I think we're solid at tight end right now. So okay. I'm, I'm not really interested in that. I'm sure that's going to be a player at some point in the draft because it could push other players down to you because tight ends might be of interest for other people. But number three is something that I'm a little concerned about. Okay. Is it a down year at wide receiver? And like this is I'm starting to see people already say this and it's starting to concern me a little bit because we've had lots of very deep wide receiver drafts over the last, what, three years now where the talent level is pretty elite. So uh, they say among the buzziest names coming in this week, SMU's Rasheed Rice. Virginia's Dontavion Wicks, Old Miss's Jonathan Mingo, and Nebraska's Trey Palmer, and Princeton, Princeton's Andre uh, Iossiavas. Uh, so I don't even know if I said that right, but there are lots of lots it sounded of names. Wrong. Yeah, it, it all <laughs> sounded wrong as I was saying that's it. That's so sure. rude. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, Wicks uh, Wicks entered this season as a dark horse top fifty prospect and he had some impressive skills he had 1203 yards and nine touchdowns in 2021 and then there's some some other names in there but uh, I, i'm i'm like Christian Watson was a guy who he he was a sure. guy that you got eyeballs on and then you were like oh are you pairing that guy up with with Aaron Rodgers, like that became a big deal, and they did team up for some pretty special games this year. It's just not quite as deep uh, in in this range as I'm I'm looking at yet, but that could change a lot here in the next few in the next few weeks and months.
4: So we need to uh, scout wide receivers harder to see if reality meets, uh, you know, just the general thoughts so far.
5: Yeah, I mean, with the okay. Cowboys too, uh, Kevin. Okay. Like my, Mike and I have been talking about this a lot. What are, you, what are you doing if you don't, uh, you know, if, if, if Jalen Tolbert doesn't work out? Jalen Tolbert's a yeah, big yeah, yeah. mystery for us right yeah. now. And you're like, because the guy that I saw on film last year, I was very, I liked a lot. But I don't know what to think because the Cowboys couldn't get him on the field for whatever reason. Uh, which running backs can improve their stocks the most? I don't think, Kevin, you're going to see Bijan. All right. He's not a guy. senior,
0: though, is he? Yeah, he is not.
5: Yeah, so, and that's one of the reasons why. Uh, that You're not going to see that guy. But you're you're seeing a lot of different running back names. Here are some names that have popped up out of the senior bowl over the last few. you got Brian Robinson Jr. Have you ever heard of him, Kevin? Yes. He was shot. I don't know if you know this. And then the NFL would not allow him to be comeback player of the year mm-hmm. despite being shot at one point mm-hmm. and then playing again in the NFL.
4: Look, I I thought that was an incredible story. I really
0: did.
5: Yeah. Uh, So you had Brian Robinson, Jr., Rashad White, who uh, was very good for Tampa Bay this year. Damian Pierce with the Texans. Khalil Herbert, who tore it up with Chicago. Trey Sermon. Ramondre Stevenson, who's doing his work up there in New England. Michael Carter, who was doing really well uh, in New York with the Jets. Elijah Mitchell and Najee Harris. That's those running backs have all come out of the Senior Bowl the last wow. two years. So, like, keep an eye on yeah. uh, a number yeah, of yeah, these yeah. guys. Eric Gray out of Oklahoma, uh, Rashawn Johnson. There's a number of different names worth checking out uh, this weekend. Do,
4: do they have Kenny McIntosh.
5: Kenny McIntosh is yeah, one of those names out of yeah. Georgia as well. Yeah. There's, there's no – they said one source, one AFC scouting director said, there's no Najee Harris – no round one guy in this senior bowl. I mean, obviously you said you'd give up the farm for Bijan, but there might be three or four difference makers, and Kenny McIntosh was one of those names that was that was thrown in there with Eric Gray and Rashawn Johnson out of Texas.
0: Corey and other mock drafts, they also have the Alabama running back going in the first round, but he's a junior too.
5: Okay, okay yeah. so another – gotcha. Yeah, so he wouldn't come out of the senior bowl crop uh, for this one. And then which, wh- which prospects should we be keeping an eye on in one-on-one drills? And they go back to Terrence Steele struggled badly in one-on-ones three years ago and went undrafted, but now has started 40 games in three years for the Cowboys. Uh, and so, like, this is kind of one of those where – if you have a scout's eye like Brian Broaddus, you can watch and say, "Okay, can he grow into his body? You know, can he learn some of the leverage techniques when he gets to the NFL? Can I take that piece right there and add to it?" Despite watching him, maybe get beat by another senior across the ball from him and trying to figure out what they got there. You look like you have a question, Kevin. Did you want to ask a question? Well, well
0: it's Gibbs, uh, the running back, part of the Gibbs family tree.
5: Yeah, I, Barry Gibbs. Hold.
0: <laughs>
4: I was thinking the football Gibbs, not Mm-mm. the musical Gibbs. Oh,
5: Okay, you. let me ask
4: you real quick. Better Joe Gibbs. Better football and racing Gibbs or the music Gibbs?
5: Oh, man. Didn't Saturday Night Fever, like, didn't that song blow up the world forever? I mean, they had a
4: lot of songs that blew up the world. So
5: I'm going to have to go with the family, the musician family, rather than the Joe Gibbs racing family. Also, he was the coach of a Washington team that we don't like that much.
4: That is a very fair point. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, we will rate rank the NFL playoff losers, plus this time we might really have Josh Green. We'll do an X right here on The Fan.
0: Shotgun snap to Joe. He throws it down the left sideline. Oh, a leaping catch baby. For a touchdown. Yeah. T Higgins, <laughs> full grown man, leaps at the goal line and reels it in.
4: KNC Masterpiece back here on 1053. The fan ranking the playoff losers. Now, Corey, quick question about the NFL there. Is that, are we going across all the teams that are eliminated from the playoffs? Or are we just looking this last weekend?
5: This is NFL.com oh. uh, ranking the play, playoff losers, teams nine like 11 through 1. Okay. Uh, so they went back and they looked at all the, the playoff winners. And, lo- and actually, Kevin, I want to be very honest with you about something, all right? Oh, no. I accidentally copy and pasted the wrong link. So, I have no clue where that went. And I'm going to have to find something else. You know what? Uh, Hey, let's talk about grocery shopping carts. Um, (laughs) Because I don't know where the... Give me a minute. I'll find Okay, You You, you, you talk amongst
4: yourselves. I was was actually really hoping that this was going to come up in the C Block. Because he asked us that off air. And I was super intrigued. Do
5: you want to do that instead? Like we could Hey, hey radio listeners out there, uh, on the radio and, you know, other places, other devices, would you rather hear, would you rather have a conversation about fun stuff or do you want to hear about playoffs winners and losers? <laughs> you text in 877-881-1053 or Twitch right now.
4: I probably, we'll yeah, we definitely, prob- we definitely should get feedback from the listeners because I'm very intrigued by your question, and I want to say grocery card all the way. You know what <laughs> I think we should do? Look, we're supposed to have Josh Green here. I okay. think we go grocery carts okay. until Josh Green doesn't call, calls in. <laughs> until Josh Green doesn't <laughs> call in. Well, uh-huh. guess what? We already passed that threshold. Okay. And if Josh Green doesn't call in, that just means it was meant to be.
5: Okay. All right, here's the question. 8778811053. I love this because everybody treats it differently. Is the shopping cart a good barometer of whether you are a good or <laughs> bad member of society? Oh Guys. Now, I will say this. When it comes to me and Mike, I asked you this question a couple days ago without you even knowing that I was going to turn it into a topic at some point. Um, but I already know your answer a little bit. I will always put the shopping cart up. If I don't put the shopping cart up, I will have one of my kids do it, as I feel like that it's uh, – But why, you know, Dad? Well, they actually like it. They love it. It's their chance to be away from Dad and do something, like, on their own. And they also like to jump on it like it's some sort of bicycle or something and ro- ride it all the way into the, the car- cart corral or whatever. And so that's what – Uh, like, I am a big fan – of making sure that it's there now here's the the reason i don't know why i just feel like it's the nice thing to do there are people that work uh that have to co- go collect them and i feel like it makes it easier for their job there are people driving around in your parking lots right and you don't want to accidentally have you ever pulled into a driving like a, a, a parking spot and, and been like why is that there why yeah. is that in the parking spot, like right in the middle of it? I can't park there now.
4: No, 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 no. I was with you until that last part. If the spot is good enough, put the car in park. And if it's a single cart, like I obviously get it. If it's the where you put all the carts, well, you're screwed. Mm-hmm. But if it's a single cart and the spot's good enough, you get out of your car. I'm going to move that cart. And I'm like, well, now it's my spot.
5: Yeah. And yeah. so so I, if I <laughs> pull up and I see that. Okay, I got you. Okay, go ahead, Kevin. You do what you want to do. We
4: will pick up shop. No, 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 no.
5: It's what we all want to get into.
4: Let's ask Josh. Okay, that's a great point. Right now, we bring to you Josh Green with the Dallas Mavericks. Good afternoon, sir. Hi, how you doing? We're doing great. Is it okay with you if we ask you a non-basketball question first?
6: Yeah, let's do it. All
4: All right. We were just having this conversation. Do you think how people act with their grocery carts is an indication about what type of person they are in regular society?
6: Well, it depends. What do you mean? Like the guy who just jumps from aisle to aisle? Or no, no, no. Follows, you know,
4: I, I think maybe, but I think we're thinking more outside. The yeah, outside of the store. Like they don't bother to put it back in the corral or they just leave it by somebody's car. Do you think that's an indication that might not be a great person? Oh, a thousand percent.
5: Yeah. I mean, think about this percent. for a minute, Josh. Like, nobody's making you do it. There's no law that says you have to do it. It's just whether, you, whether or not you want to be productive in society. And by putting it back, everybody's job functions well and everybody's happy because there's no surprise cart in a parking spot, right?
6: Exactly. Exactly. That is very true. I It's never come across my mind, but, hey, hearing it here first, yes, I, I believe I believe it does.
4: See, do you think you're going to focus now more on that when you see somebody? You're going to be like, I remember talking with K&C. That's a bad person.
6: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be on the patrol now. I'm going to be on the lookout.
5: <laughs> Let me, I, do they have shopping carts in Australia, by the way? i was oh always gosh. wondered like what it's like in Australia. Do
6: they not? Yeah, they're called, they're called trolleys.
5: Oh, okay. All right. That's awesome.
4: I really like the idea that different name or not. Corey thought they might not have shopping carts in (laughs) Australia. I'm really intrigued. I want to hear more about that, Corey. I don't know,
5: man. I've never been to Australia. I really want to go. It's always one of those places I wanted to visit. I just never had the opportunity yet.
4: So I'm so glad that you could jump on the show talking about last night's game. I'm I'm really I'm really curious. Are you big into social media, and how do you react after a game on social media? Because, like, obviously, you guys got the win last night, but then there are still some Mavs fans on Mavs Twitter that are like, "Yeah, you shouldn't have struggled so much this with a Detroit team like that." Like, how do you process social media, or do you kind of stay away from that in the midst of the season?
6: Uh, Yeah, I mean, I kind of stay stay away. I mean, everybody, you know, everybody thinks, you know, they, you know, everybody has a master plan to everything, you know, actually. The same way I play, you know, watch soccer, play soccer, you know, I have my, uh, you know, and, and how I think, uh, think about stuff. So everyone is entitled to their own opinion. You know, people can think what they want to think. At the end of the day, you know, for us, it's going out there and, and playing basketball, you know, however the team is, whatever the team is, they're all NBA players. You know, I think people don't realize that, you know, they might not be the best team, but, you know, every single person in this league can, can hoop, and then there's a reason why they're in the NBA, so... John- um you know every you know same as a backseat driver you know mom used to tell me never tell her to drive so
0: yeah <laughs> josh green you've made huge strides this year i would love to know what did you work the most on in the off season? was it the corner three was it the ball handling was it the passing i know you worked on all of it but and they've all become better i'm just wondering what was the one thing you're like i have to get better at this
6: um i think just like you know, I, I wanted to play. You know, I wanted to play every time. Every time, every time I got an opportunity to play in the off season, uh, I wanted to get on the court and, and, and go. You know, whether it was one on one or five on five, um, and then holding myself to high standards. You know, if I made had to make forty, you know, three pointers from the corner. You know, if I missed two in a row, I'd start start again. If, or if I missed if I missed too many, you know, if I missed over like five out of the forty, then I start again. You know, and it's just like, you know, having a certain level of discipline or whatever. Um, and I, I feel like that helped me out a lot.
4: Do you, how do you balance that with, like, I know you talked about a lot of offensive stuff right there, but how do you balance that with making sure your defense stays at the level you want it to, or are you just like, I mean, I already know how to do that.
6: Uh, I mean, I think playing against guys, you know, like other NBA guys, you know, I was lucky enough to be able to work out with Lowry for most of the summer. Um, and, you know, playing defense against him is a challenge. So every day, you know, I came in with the mindset like, oh, you know, I want to work on my offense. But, you know, for me to work on my offense, I'd have to get stopped. So, uh, you know, for for anything, you know, I was the annoying guy in pickup. You know, I'm I'm the guy who, I'm I'm ready to defend. You know, I'm I'm not just there to work on my offensive game. You know, when I was starting to get closer to the season, I was actually picking up full court and pickup just so I could stay in shape. So uh, I was definitely that guy that nobody wants to play against. So.
4: I, I was about to ask you if they were like, hold on. No, I will not play against you. Or are they like, yeah, whatever, dude? Come on. Uh,
6: I mean, look. At the end of the day, I don't really care. You know, I don't really care what they think. To be honest with you, you know. So, wh- however they think, you know, they. I, I think most of the time people respect it. You know, yeah, most people just want to play offense and whatever. But my goal was to make sure that I'm ready for actual game shape. So I was like, you know what? It's not going to make everybody's day, but I'm going to have to pick you up full court, man.
0: <laughs> when it comes to uh, your game. Who do you like watching or taking things from uh NBA style wise? Uh,
6: I've always really liked watching like uh Andre Iguodala. Uh he's just always had a, you know, a big role for every single team he's touched and he's helped out a lot of these, you know, championship teams and he's you know, he's he's, he's a good guy on and off the court. Um I really like watching, you know, Jimmy Butler is very competitive. Um, you know, but I, I think there's just so so much. You know, I think I've been able to learn from the, you know, from a, a, a lot of people around the league. You know, I just think just taking aspects from everybody's t- type of game and, and realizing, you know, what I feel like I can do well. Um, you know, Westbrook has you know great gather steps going to the basket and is really able to finish around the hoop. So I watch him a lot, and you know, it's uh, there, there's there's a lot of players that are uh, uh, always good to to study on.
4: You know Mike asked you the great question earlier about what you were working on. I'm kind of curious because Mavericks fans are super pumped about the progress you've shown. Where what is your judgment about the progress you've sh- you've shown? Are you feeling like hey, we're right on track or are you thinking ah, I still got to do x y and z better?
6: Yeah, I mean I think obviously I, it's it, you know it's a great it's a great step, you know, and I'm I'm really happy with the the progress that I've made. Um, you know, me and my trainer the people around me and you know, we know that, you know, it's it's just going to continue to, you know, go and continue to come over time. And, you know, it's just one of those things now. It's just, you know, continue to work on my game and, you know, see where it takes me. But for me, you know, I always, you know, try to be better and I try to, you know, do better every game. So, you know, just a, you know, steady increase. And, yeah, I think it's a lot more to come.
4: Now that you've been here for three years, I'm always curious about this. Is the next week or so a tense time not specifically for you but just around the locker room and everything with the trade deadline approaching does it feel tenser in the locker room or do you have to say look that is not my decision and I just got to keep doing what I'm doing
6: yeah I mean uh, I've been you know I've been this, I've been through two trade deadlines and um, I think it was a lot harder for me last year because I was like damn you know I haven't even touched the court so shit like uh, excuse my language but I'm like you know it's it's, it's hard you know it's, it's hard like I don't know what's going to happen um, but for me now, it's just like, you know, at the end of the day, you know, these, it's just part of being in the NBA, you know, it's part of the business, you know, obviously at the end of the day, you don't want to be traded at all. Um, you know, love being in Dallas, but you know, it, it's part of the business, you know, like all my teammates. Um, but you know, you kind of grow with it, you know, the first two years it was very, you know, I was very nervous about it or whatever. And, you know, I sure I still will be, but at the end of the day, like I'm trying to win games and whatever happens, happens.
5: Are you are you comfortable with the uh, with the ice situation we have here in DFW Ooh, right now? Is this question. something that you're like I don't know I don't want to drive on ice.
6: Well, yeah. So actually, currently, I'm actually locked out of the practice facility. You know, oh, it's no. not
5: opening. So
4: uh, <laughs> hold on. Know. So you went to the practice uh. <laughs> facility and it's not open.
6: Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I'm just gonna hang out here for the day. Uh, nice air conditioning. Uh but you know, you know, it's 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 whatever, you know. Yeah, it's uh it's always good to see snow every every once in a while, you know, let it go over in a in a day or so. So
0: You don't have the code? They didn't give you the code? Like one, two, it's three, not four. Code. Two... It's,
6: it's 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 more of the, the gates frozen.
5: Oh. <laughs> oh, no. oh no. We gotta get somebody oh, down. Dang. Cubes, I'm sure you got somebody that can go unfreeze no, I, this. Yeah, it,
6: yeah no, it, it should be good now.
5: <laughs> so hey, I oh go ahead, Corey. I uh, You know, Josh, This I heard the the Cowboys head coach say something last week that I, I've never really taken it this way, and he said, you know, we don't get to carry over it one year to the next. We have to start over this year, and we have to rebuild every season. And a lot of fans were just expecting, man, y'all made it to the Western Conference Finals last year. We're going back, you know, and, and that process of it, what is, where is the difference within this locker room and with this team from what they were last year, maybe around this time and through the playoffs to, to where you are right now, what your focus is turning to?
6: Yeah. I mean, I think, I, I think, you know, first like a lot of people forget, you know, the start of the season we had last year. Um, you know, I think we were, I can't remember our record, but I'm pretty sure we were below 500 by like seven games. So. Or I, I don't know, but, you know, we didn't get off to the best start last year. Uh, you know, but at the, end, at the end of the day, you know, I feel like, you know, the NBA is a lot of like, you know, hitting at the right time, you know, making sure that, you know, we're able to produce wins when we need to. Um, and, you know, we're above 500 now. We're in a good position. Western Conference is obviously very tough, but, um, you know, and, and we've dropped a lot of games that we should have won. So, although it, it, it is bad, you know, it's also a good indication that we're right where we need to be. Um and now that it's the second half of the season, you know, that's when it's, that's, that's when it's, a, it's, it's a little more serious now. We need to start taking it and, and making sure that we don't drop those games.
0: Josh, as a team, I'd say the Mavericks' three biggest weaknesses right now are defense, rebounding, and free throws. Which one would be the easiest one for the team to correct?
6: Uh, I mean, I think all of them are very easy to correct. And I think it just comes down to, you know, will. And I think we need to do a better job at all of that, you know, at, uh, you know, practicing free throws, rebounding and defense, you know, it's a team effort. And I think we'll all buy into that and, you know, help each other out.
4: We have discussed many times. We are not the most cultured show in the world. So when we have people that can add culture to our show, we try to get something done. Is there a fact about Australia that you could share with us that would help educate us and help us make, become more cultured right now? A fact about Australia. And I just want to let you know, every time you're on, we will ask for another Australia yeah, fact.
5: Every single time. Oh, man. We have shopping carts. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> yeah, you did tell us that. Um, damn.
6: I don't know. I don't know a fact. Like, I mean, I think sometimes people are very like, they think Australia is very small, like kind of, you know, uh, country or continent. But it's actually very it's, it's actually pretty big. It's nearly the same size as America. Um, oh, for real? That's, yeah, I don't know if you guys knew that or not. But I did not. There we go. That's a fact, I think.
5: I, I got one for you, Josh. I'll throw this out there. I'll help you out every once in a while if you oh. want me to. Australia has over 60 separate wine regions. Uh, so there the, there's multiple different wine regions in one continent right there. Kevin, in your face. Wow.
4: Well, yep. I... I apologize, Josh. Apparently, my co-host was already cultured, and it's just me who needs to work on that. Well, congratulations on the win right now, and I don't know if you want to accept this or not, but congratulations on what's been a hell of a season. We appreciate you jumping on the show with us. No,
6: thank you, guys, very much.
4: All right, there you go, Josh Green, right here.
5: With the frozen gate on
4: 105. That is crazy. That's wild. Yeah, drive through it. He went, don't do that. He went up to the facility. The gates are frozen. And he goes, I guess I'm just going to go hang out inside or whatever. That is amazing. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, let's say we chit-chat with those fellas from the G-Bag Nation right here on 105.3 The Fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan right now, courtesy of D&M Leasing at His Time, for our chit-chat with the fellas from the G-Bag Nation. Gentlemen, how is you today?
3: Terrific, Higgy. How are you?
4: I am doing much, much better and glad to be back. Now, clearly I picked a really smart day to come back to work when the yeah. ice is on the ground. You did. That's what
5: you texted me. You were like, I'm not sure tomorrow's the best day to come back 100%, but I'm doing it anyway.
4: Yeah, and that's why I was like, I can't anymore. But he finally got his wish on Kellen Moore. He was boycotting <laughs> radio
0: until Kellen Moore was gone.
4: Actually, the main reason I wanted to be back today is I wanted to stay in Broadus's good graces of people who come up to the office regardless of weather or COVID. It's me and Broadus were here by ourselves for like a year and a half, and so I knew – if I wasn't here, I would be labeled a quitter.
3: Well, it was very smart of you. I know he's uh, judging me at this very moment.
4: Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Judging you because
1: you look like you're in the witness protection program. Uh, <laughs> it's a little I, dark I, in there. I, I see. I see. <laughs> I hear the voice. I wish I had the voice. The, I don't know I can't see the
4: face so I would that's kind of blinds a little bit how much yeah. would you love it it's if sunny like, in your neighborhood why are you not at work I want him to modulate his <laughs> voice and it just sounds like he really is it's like I'll tell you a, this, this when is, I saw the Gambino family yeah
3: well I went out on the roads today uh, a little bit to run a quick errand and it was like deep slushy you know sleet just piled up and I was like I can make it into work no problem it will just take an hour and 15 minutes. And uh, I didn't want to do that, Uh, so I had this uh, handy-dandy device here. And, Brian, I think what's really going on is you're intimidated by the technology. Uh, you can't operate this equipment, Krusty. Yeah. I'll tell you
1: what I'm intimidated by the the internet that I don't have very good at my house. Here we How go. About that? <laughs> the truth so, comes like, out. Yeah, like I I'm worried about you guys like what is the uh, what does the device keep crapping out on Broadus at the point? It's Krusty's corner and yeah, there's no Krusty. exactly it's, it's like talking. It's talking into cans and strings where I'm at. But uh, yeah. So no, good to be with everybody. Good to see everybody safe, by the way. At Majors, why was your son jumping into the pool?
4: That's a he, great question.
5: He's, uh, Wait, what? He, he became a oh, big yeah. health nut uh, a few years ago, and he, he's in fantastic shape. And he's been talking about doing, you know, one, two minutes a day. He's into the
1: cold all, plunge bit.
5: Yeah, the cold plunge stuff. He wants to do the ice bath every day. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, that's interesting. And uh, and so he's been talking about it for Obviously, the mental part of it, more than like the – like he doesn't need it like the football players do after practice. He wants to do it for the mental purposes. So, he decided to jump in the water today out in the pool and – and uh, it was cold. It, it got it, him. It got him. Does it?
1: Does that cold plunge work if you're only in there for four, to, three to four <laughs> seconds? I
5: have no clue. Okay, I, I'm just
1: curious. I was going to try it too. If if that's the case, yeah. He also
5: <laughs> blew by a towel that was made available to him. He's like, nope, going inside. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of fun to watch. I mean, I really. He said he wanted to do it. I didn't expect him to like immediately go out there. And we had just started the show, so I had the I had the stream up, and I was like, oh, I'll video this out the window and it was a lot of fun i'm really i'm really happy that he got to do that and excited for him so good luck to him in the future
7: okay so the twolos right now are making bets am i wearing pants what do you guys
5: think no zero percent zero percent chance
4: i'm gonna say it's not zero percent it's it's no pants no pants no pants
5: Hmm. you're wearing shorts he's gonna
4: dramatically stand up i can
1: tell he probably doesn't want to do that i got pants on boys
7: Look at this! Look at that. Oh wow! We're wearing pants.
1: <laughs> sure, those are
7: pants. What are they? Oh, they're sweatpants. They're sweatpants. I'm so proud of you. It's cozy weather. You're a Why? prisoner? What's that? Uh, I am a prisoner in my parents' home, but huh. this is a pretty nice office setup I have here. I have multiple screens. I kind of feel like a kid in a candy store over here. Yeah, I can have the there. Zoom up, uh, the vi- the vibes logins up. I got all kinds of things going on. It's pretty cool.
3: You got like a Martha Stewart mom?
7: Uh, no, she's actually. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, my mom's kind of Martha. Why? Because right. all the pictures she's in the never background. Been to jail. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. She's All the pictures
1: in the back. Yeah. yeah. Nice. She's she's very very proud. Is that, that the dog. sister of yours that you pushed her face in the poop? Like yeah, that's in the back her back, back there. Yeah. 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 Okay.
7: yeah. Yeah. That's her back there. She's uh, She's got her shrine. Yeah. Now, yeah.
5: hold we'll on, hold it. on, Kevin. Yeah, yeah. Before you go further here. You're so hated over there. You sounded like very bitter, bitter about the shrine. What's yeah. going on there?
1: He's not, not successful. That, there's go. no reason to have his pictures up. He
4: has afternoon drive radio show
5: in the top five market. His mom and dad really
1: don't care.
4: No, they uh, just they're have to make are going to bother sure her
1: the show because they don't think it's important.
4: She's
7: had to live in my shadow her entire life. So when cool. she comes to the house, she needs to feel extra loved. And I understand it. I support that. So go ahead and leave my pictures off the walls. We don't need them up there. I don't like looking at myself.
5: Wow. Mm. Wow. I think he's. Uh, I think wow. there's a lot of bitterness there. Yeah, yeah I'm actually really. Bitter. We'll get into that. Two forty today. Yeah,
7: you, you've struck a chord here. <laughs> yeah,
5: I'm before the end of this show, I'm expecting that you're going to scratch all the faces out of, out of on and put your own. Face. Like they In broke the eyes. up or something. <laughs> yeah, cut her head off of the picture.
4: Now, Corey asked a very intriguing question that we were talking about. And then we talked with Josh Green, and he got involved. Is how somebody acts with their grocery card, do you think can be an indication if they're a good or bad person? Like putting it could up? Be. Putting it up yeah. or, oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. It it
5: if you, not it's
3: not a 100% indicator.
4: What percent do you think? 85, 90?
3: I think you nailed it, about 85 or 90. Okay. You know, there's some ex- there can be some extenuating circumstances. Now, you know, I think you've got a sliding scale also. You know, if, if you don't put it in the corral, but you also don't leave it in the middle of a spot, like maybe you pop it up on a bark dust you know, area. That's different. you know. Maybe you don't get 100%, but you know, that, that to me is a C. Um, so there's a couple yeah. different things going on Which, here as far as how you judge that.
4: Would you ever punish the establishment? You're like, your corral is 68 miles away. Like, that's on you for not thinking this through correctly.
3: <laughs> you do need multiple corrals, <laughs> but I tell you what, as a, as a former courtesy clerk of the year,
4: that's oh, right you. i knew that
3: uh, i knew this was coming you know we we don't mind it
1: you're a we, bad we guy mind, we you weren't a cart guy you were a bad guy you said <laughs> you were you a bad boy why are you making we, assumptions we, we bagged
3: and carted and oh I did you, you what, i much preferred as more of an introvert being out in that parking lot just kind of cruising <laughs> around picking up carts
1: did you really you know? yeah you talk to people out there You just kind of like mind no your own business there's no way you talk so, to anybody
3: sometimes I would yeah. you know just be, a wave just a hello awkwardly standing uh, next uh, to hi a Mrs Davidson back in their grocery <laughs> nice day yeah thanks. out here <laughs> don't, yeah.
1: don't talk to me anymore ma'am please
3: <laughs> hey, what you yeah, drinking?
1: I
4: what you thinking? Yeah. Like, I like
1: that. <laughs> is the evolution of G Bag Nation? You just
4: trying out segments <laughs> on people.
3: Uh, Cart General, see me, beer me yeah. out here. <laughs> I got, I got pretty good. You know, I was a good third baseman, so I'd throw items from my right hand to my left hand, and then kind of finesse them into the bag. And some of, uh, some of the uh, ladies didn't appreciate that, that kind of handling of their, uh, of their goods.
4: Was there a certain age? It was like sixty-year-olds? They were like, "How dare you, sir."
3: um no it it was more it was more the middle age you know the really strong they call
4: you gabby like your mom (laughs) shut up i never did i don't know if i knew that or not it's called gabby yeah you told the story there there might have been
3: there might have been a checkout lady who had been there like because it was just a few miles from the house i grew up in there might have been a I, i forget it was so many years ago but Can't rule it out.
1: Hey, speaking of something, throwing something into a into a bag or something like that. Mm -hmm. Got last night at the game had a a a toss, uh, you know, a cornhole toss. Oh yeah, sixty feet for a for a pizza oven, and just went straight
0: in nice awesome yeah it so was military
1: it, it was military night it was wasn't a military
0: junior who did it no it was not <laughs> it that. was not
4: every segment on the show do you get do you get like overly excited for those people when they win things at Heck the games yes. me too That's they, the,
1: they tried not to give him the pizza of yeah. it. why really? they tried not to because it's like a 60 foot toss he literally yeah. standing on the on the uh standing on the foul line and tossed it past midcourt into the bucket then it went right in and I'm like going Dude, that guy deserves two pizza ovens.
0: Mm-hmm. So we scripted. all
1: deserve pizza ovens for watching him do
3: it. Heck that in yeah, the NFL. Pure scripted. Yeah. Mike, scripted. where do you where do you rank uh Tim Hardaway Jr. being out as things important things that happened to put the Mavs in the conference finals last year?
0: I think it's very important. I, I don't think they get out of the the round against the Jazz. And I asked that question to certain people and there's been discussions. Uh, amongst people in the building uh, that have said, yeah, it might have been a blessing in disguise that Hardaway Jr. was not on the playoff team last year because the first three games with Luka out, Hardaway might have shot the ball 30 times. And that would have taken the ball out of Jalen Brunson's hands and out of other people's hands who made big plays. And Hardaway would have taken upon himself to take 30 shots in those games. And there's a 20% chance he's really hot. You know, one out of every five games, that dude is a difference maker and a good player for your team. It's Joey Gallo. It's the other 80% of games that you have to live with that he's a negative player on your team. I hear you, man. What do you guys got coming up on the program today?
3: Pure gold as always. Thanks for asking, Hagee. Uh, right out of the gates here, we're going to talk about that story that maybe Mike and Kellen didn't like each
4: other. Wow. Okay. Looking. Oh. Looking forward to that. Rolling home with the G-Bag Nation or staying home with the G-Bag Nation. We've been the KNC Masterpiece. Make your way back with us tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. right here on 105.3 The Fan.
5: Say 105.3 The Mav, Kevin.
4: Man, I already did that once (laughs) today because I'm stupid.
5: (laughs) Good to have you back, bud.